Hello, I am Dr. R.J. Weber, and I am fortunate to be the superintendent of the Northville Public Schools here in beautiful Northville, Michigan. We're just outside of Detroit for those listening to us around uh, the world. Uh, for those of you in Michigan, I'm sure you know where that is. We truly pride ourselves in advancing our tradition of excellence by opening up a world of possibilities for each of our students. And we thank you for joining this episode of Mustang Moments, where we have casual conversations with students, staff, community members, and beyond. Uh, we try to stay curious around here and also acknowledge and respect the fact that it's truly the people who make this an amazing school district. And this is our way to share their stories with each of you. Thank you. Hello, Northville Nation and everyone else who are listening to our Mustang Moments podcast. I have the distinct pleasure uh, of interviewing Miss Jean Gertley today. And of course, I'm Dr. R.J. Weber, the superintendent of Northville Public Schools, very fortunate. And the whole piece of this podcast is just to stay curious and interview people who I've come into contact with that make Northville really a truly exceptional uh, school district and an exceptional community. And this next guest, uh, actually, I first learned about my very, I think it was my second week here in July, and Mr. Stephen Banchero, who's our director of operations, and I drove around the entire district, and I was in his truck with him, and we spent about three hours, and he, we got to Thornton Creek Elementary School, and he pointed to this beautiful landscaping, and he said, this is all Gene Gertley. I'm like, what do you mean? And he explained, and you're about to meet a force of nature that I've just been able to meet personally. And when I say everything connects in life and the importance of connection, uh, the amount of connections that you're going to find in listening to Gene between so many things is stunning. Uh, my own personal connection is that uh, the gene actually um, cleaned my son's teeth and uh, he was polite, which makes me happy. It's the most important thing to me, but Jean also substitute teaches and so on. We're going to let you hear her story um, and it is truly exceptional. This week is Earth Week or Earth Day coming up and it was really the impetus for some of this, but let's just kind of start with the impact. Um, when you go around the Northville Public Schools, you're going to see examples of Jean and her family's work throughout the entire district. Uh, but let's just go ahead and start a little bit with who Jean is uh, in her family and so on. So Jean, how long have you lived here in Northville? And tell me a little bit about your family. I have lived in Northville for, it's going to be hard for me to think, we moved back here when Josh was born. So Josh is 25, I believe. I'm sorry if I get this wrong, Josh. But my son, Josh, 25, we moved back from Ohio, and we've been in Northville. Uh, actually, we're a Noville family. Ah. I live in Novi, but I have to go to the Northville schools, which I'm very proud of. Um, so we have been here quite a while. I have five amazing kids, um, five children in seven years, start to date. Um, first and last are born on the same day. And I have one daughter and four sons. And every single one of them have put their hands somewhere in the dirt or something around one of our schools volunteering. And that's when we first got started when they were really little kids. Wow. So it's pretty exciting. Oh, it, I mean, in, in really the, let's talk a little bit first of what you do so the listeners can hear that. And then um, when we 
when we talk about, and you can get some examples of that, I'd like to get into uh, why. Um, but so, so why don't we go ahead and first talk a little bit about what you do and your expertise and what you've given to this district. You know, um, it, it, we were thinking about this at Thornton Creek the other day. We believe it's been 19 years because my son, my youngest, was four years old um, going to half-day kindergarten at Thornton Creek, and that's when we started this. We, um, Chris Modrak is an educator, was an educator, sorry, she is happily retired, um, is a huge um, educator that brings the outdoors in um, to the point where she takes the kids to our outdoor classroom at Thornton Creek with binoculars. They watch for the birds. The It's the most amazing thing. So if you've had Chris Modrak, you all are shaking your head going, yes, she's amazing. So she and other parents years before I had gotten there had started a butterfly garden. They also just started to make things a little different around the school. And then our school, we had a rebuild, da-da-da-da-da, and things were all over. So one of my dearest friends um, was doing it at the time, and I stepped in and kind of took it over with the faculty, and the faculty suggested, let's try and get the community to help out. We literally asked parents to dig up their own perennials and drop them off at Thornton Creek so that in turn we would be able to bring kids out and the kids would put the perennials into the ground. And we started with that perennial um, idea. We had an amazing anonymous family, and to this day I always said I would keep you anonymous, and if she's listening, she knows. I'm very grateful. Her and her husband gave a ginormous donation to Thornton Creek. As you pull into our um, school, you will see over 11 pear trees. Those were all donated from a family. And they were put in by families, um, husbands, wives, um, parents that came um, even on a weekend. We all just worked together. We had a great group of people back then that got it started and got it kicked off. And then year after year, it just became more and more popular and more and more people wanted to be a part of it. And it just became contagious. And giving back has got to become contagious. Wow. Um, I cannot wait to learn even more about this and that, that how it began in that way. But like your fingerprint is everywhere. Uh, you know, Cook School is a school that we lift up here in Northville and is a public educator. Uh, Cook School serves the 1% of our population of students who have incredibly severe needs. Um, and as such, um, is a place that if you walk in, you really see the why of public education. We serve each child. And I was there, I think, maybe the fall or summer, all these bags of like mulch and, and, uh, and bushes and whatnot, and your name came up again. Like, uh, so, so tell us a little bit about um, when you see a need or somebody expresses a need to you, all of a sudden the Gertley train goes into action. Like, what, what is it you all do? Like, do you talk about this at the dinner table? Is it something that your mind never turns off? And, and by the time you get into and you also substitute teach, you're a dental hygienist, by the time you get to wherever you're working, you already have it planned out because you've thought about it in the car. Like, I'm fascinated by people. You have five children. Yes. You, you guest teach. You do uh, your 31 years of being a dental hygienist on the east side of the state, and you do all this landscape stuff for us as a district and for other people. Like, I am curious about how you figure all of this stuff out. But could you maybe take us through a little bit about how Cook happened and how you took the outside of Cook and just transformed it into the type of place those kids deserve? 
it's quite neat because we first started at the entrance to the um, to the field, um, and then we moved to the front once all the construction was done. But what you don't know are the fun things that go on when we're working on it. Um, there was a parent who reached out to my son, Jack, and said, Jack, please show up at Cook with a weed whacker for me. These weeds are taller than humans, and we have a big event coming. Jack reaches out to Mom, says, what can we do? In that same day, in that same night, I show up with the rototiller on the field, and uh, Matt Laddick, the football coach, walks by. What are you doing, Gert? I said, Matt, disappear for the weekend. Don't walk by the stadium. We'll talk next week. And... Next thing you know, there were practices going on. There were all kinds of things going on at Cook. But yet, there was my family, my supportive husband. I can't even tell you. The little kids from Colts. Mrs. Gertley, Mrs. Gertley, I'll help, I'll help. They're filling up buckets. They're, you name it, they're doing it. Because they've all been, excuse my expression, exposed to me since they were kindergartners because we do this in the school and we include everyone so we made cook so beautiful the entrance and then you redid your school and um, um, Steve Banchero called me over and said what can we do here and I threw out some ideas with the principal she loved the ideas then my head got going how do I make this happen and God bless um, Chris Shuey from operations who gave me this idea what about you bring the kids out from the other schools how about we bring out some of these older kids from cook and i needed some assistance though it's kind of like when i bring my fifth graders out i need my kindergartners because they need to have somebody help them guide them to plant that hole to plant that flower and i reached out to um stacy eiler in seventh grade hillside and i said i need you she said when how and where she knew exactly it was going to be something with the grounds i said but we're taking a field trip to cook she brought me one of her classes, and in within one hour, they brought me kids out, the older children from Cook, with the smiles on their face like you just would not believe. So they helped dig the holes, they helped us plant the grasses, the hibiscus, and their favorite part was the mulch part, spreading the mulch, opening the bags, using the rakes. It was phenomenal um, to this day. One of my most moving moments. So Chris, thanks for giving me the idea. It was amazing. So we got it started. Now you can walk in to cook. And as we were working there, kid you not, every parent walking in could not say enough thank yous. And I, and I think the, that aspect of um, how you prepare a space like uh, in a school setting, how the school looks when you come into it or how a classroom uh, is set up, you don't have to say uh, how you feel about people. You don't have to say a word to them. Uh, instead, when they see the care and thought and love that is put into the place that they are, that helps them see that they're wanted yes. and that they're important. And I think the, the aspect of, uh, of landscaping and of beyond the fact of keeping it neat, but like how do you like show, give a little extra something to show like we care about you. Yes. And, and you know, you and I both know 1% of anything is that idea. So like Chris gave you the idea and then it's so like 99% of it is the work. Like, how do you make it happen? And so you're, I think, one of those rare people that is not only an innovator, but also a person who executes what they're thinking and executes what other people are thinking. 
Um, so Earth Day is this week, and we were talking before, and you'd mentioned that it was around that time that, that you really got this whole ball moving um, and wanted to make a difference. Could you tell us a little bit about that and what that's grown into? We definitely started by making a difference. Thornton Creek Elementary, I probably have gone through, I think, four or five principals that have supported me, like you would not believe, because it really does take the support of the school. Every one of those educators in that school, excuse the expression, and when I say educators, I truly mean my janitor roles. Um, every one of them all have a part in it all. They, they know, um, here's the flat blades for you in the morning, Gert, here's this, here's that. Everybody's just got it under control. You need us an extra hour, we'll be out tomorrow, no problem. It's, it, that's what takes this to work for me. My kids, they do so much of the prep work behind the scenes and nobody sees it. I drive them crazy. Well, tell us a little bit about that as we as we continue the story because you know you have the opportunity in this you know Mustang moment to to shine a light on those people as well that uh, may not. And before we were talking, the amount of love that came out of your voice when you talked about your kids. So tell tell us a little bit about their role in this as well. It's going to be very hard for me to do this because I'm Let a it go. Very it's okay. emotional person. And everyone that knows Gertling knows that. Even the kids, I cry over the worms. They know that I cry when I thank them at the end of the projects. I cry. I could not be or do what I do without my family. Um, they, they're amazing. Anytime I ask this, my husband, my sons, come on, we got to go build a pergola this weekend. <laughs> We're going to break an auger doing it because we live on clay in Northville. But no matter what we do we do it as a family like you brought up to me the the october celebration down in cook that is my kids ideas that's where it all started they're like mom let's decorate this and every year it gets bigger and different and better and every year we hear from families oh my god we took our christmas picture down there like you hear that kind of thing and my boys are just tickled pink because they work very hard and we work hours that sometimes people don't know we work because you know it is what it is when we can get certain things done we can't have people around or our trucks around or whatever so we just make things happen but and what are their names um megan is our daughter and then we have four sons we have jeffrey joshua jack and michael and they are all like i said to you have put their hands somewhere and as much as megan will kill me to say this she's not somebody to be outside hates the rain but she will do her mulch job. She will do. She will kick in. But the boys, they're something else. So Everyone. forgive the dad joke here, but uh, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Uh, it's obvious that, that your kids have been led and shown a way to be to give. So, all right. So this is 19 years ago. Yes. You're, this opportunity comes, and you've got Team Gertley at home. You've got a bunch of fans around the community. But I'm just curious of how you've grown into this absolute... It's, impactful force in those years I will tell you it's it's all about what people hear or what they see they've come to Thornton Creek and go my god our school doesn't look like this and they're yeah I know but it this doesn't happen because the district gave it to us you got to remember this was brought on by parents here's the better part of it all our children wear a hat it's called hat day um, we wear a hat and if they wear a hat to school they make any form of a donation and if you think I'm kidding these are the kindergartners that go to their play money and bring their play money. I have oh. it. Yes, I have it. Um, Karen Kehoe will laugh with me because we count the money every year together at Thornton Creek. It is so fun, but these children bring what they want to bring. 
And of course, Miss Gertley pipes them up. Whoever makes the most money, classroom raises the most, they get a big ice cream Sunday party from me. But the crazier part is, last year we raised over three thousand um, dollars. This is families only giving for our purpose, only because they know their kids love to do what we do. They come out for an hour. Any of them from an hour, kindergartners start at an hour. They can go up to an hour and a half outside. And when I tell you. One year, our kids, when it very first started, they moved 60 yards of mulch, 500 students. 60 yards of mulch is two semi-trucks, okay? 30 yards is a semi. We did that in two weeks, okay? I can't tell you, we just did this up at Hillside to rebuild Heidi's garden, and you guys were having the bike, um, uh, the bike cemented in, I don't know what okay. to call that, the bike, what is that called, where you park Grass. your bikes? Bike racks. Bike racks. Those guys were working all day long. Do you know the gentleman came at the end? Let me give the shout out to my girlfriend and my my partner in crime, Peggy Nikovich. I couldn't do any of this without her, who has two twin boys that went through the school who are graduating from Michigan State this May. Her and I, she comes every single time. She's with me, she's bearing it out. Her and I are cleaning up at the end. Not really cleaning up because we have the kids clean up, but we're straightening up things. This gentleman came out of the car. He was literally crying and said, Okay, ladies, I don't know who you are, but I've watched you all day, and what you're doing is amazing. And all it meant to us was, it was a pat on the back saying, we are doing it right. We're involving these children. He goes, what do you tell these kids they get? I go, nothing. At Hillside, they don't walk away with the ice cream like Thornton Creek does. Thornton Creek, when they're done, kindergartners get a popsicle. Bigger kids get an ice pop. They know it's coming. It's 80 degrees out there. We're sweating to death. They know there's something. But Thornton Creek is given, given, given. When we get to Hillside and I'm subbing, kids are like, are we doing it here, Miss Gertley? When are we starting? When are we signing up? It's not like that. Thornton Creek, every child gets to come out. Hillside, only a few days do kids get to come out. But we have taken this to different schools. Wow. I mean, in, it's, a, it's a famous quote, and I forgive me of who said it, but you know, you make a, a living by what you or get or earn. Uh, you make a life by what you give. And teaching these kids from such an early piece that the the reward is the action, so and true. then also the the joy of smelling dirt and taking something that looks one way, and within a couple of weeks transform it. Like I'm still wrapping my head around two semi trucks worth of mulch. That is, mm -hmm. where does one get that much mulch? Forgive the technical the question, gave it but to no, us. where exactly. to like where to, is there like a mulch from, place? Or no, a, right here. We, we um. Uh, they use um, Ellsworth right here in the community, who okay. that group. I could call in 15 minutes and say, guys, I need literally five more yards. They will be at my beck and call in two seconds. They just, if I have to call somebody to say, hey, somebody order me some more mulch, call the principal. It's there. Oh, it's for the school. It's going to be there. They know we're a bunch of givers, and that's what we do. I love what you said because. This was really neat that that happened, and she doesn't know I paid attention to this. This year, in the beginning of the school year, we had a new um, assistant principal at Hillside. And here we are. We're starting outside, and it was lunch hour. That's when the kids aren't supposed to be working. But all the kids come out of the building and walk across the bridge. Miss Gertley, what do you need? What do you need? Where do you need us to move it? They're picking up the shovels. They're doing what I need to prep work for the next class. And I remember Bill Jones standing up on the top of the staircase and the new principal comes out and she goes, what is happening? 
she's just watching these kids scatter and they know exactly where to go because I said go put that in the ground go put this take that go put it over I could talk that fast and these kids that have been with me from kindergarten they know exactly what I need what I what excuse the expression but expect of them to get done they're incredible and this woman's jaw just dropped she picked up her camera and started taking <laughs> pictures like what and we do it at Hillside in um, October and then again in June and because the building was taken down um, unfortunately we had to bulldoze a garden in the back of the school for one of our assistant principals that passed years ago so we rebuilt that garden mm. and we made it bigger better and more beautiful so well and that's a thread we talked about a bit and I won't get too specific about it because you asked me not to. Uh, and crying's okay. It's I mean, having emotion is all right. Um, but I also, the respect given to those who have left us and how we can use nature and how we can and make things or build things that help to respect uh, their being, their time with us and what they did. So this seems to be another thread that you have is that honoring those who have left us. And uh, I wanna thank you for that. And, and I'm not gonna push you too much on that because I don't want you to, to, um, to get too emotional on that. Uh, so where do you think that this ethos of helping others came from with you personally? Like, was there a person in your life who modeled it? Was this something you just came to? But I'm just curious about the fact that, one, you've obviously raised a family who believes in it. Um, you are creating uh, an extended family of kids working who knew exactly what to do, like you said, when you sent them to cook from Hillside. But where did all this come from? Great parents. I come from a great family. Um, I come from five brothers and a sister. What are your mom and dad's names? Um, Barbara and Donald Janord. They okay. are phenomenal and they're not up, with us and you grew up on the east side I did grew up totally on the east side grew up doing everything with my hands my dad made us from you name it we just did it dad taught us we knew how to you name it with the house I couldn't even begin to tell you um so it wasn't called a handyman it was like oh, all right god no my father oh yes oh yeah everything down to the rafters no matter what we did my dad taught us and I am my dad's splitting clone, so that's where I get it from, if you'd ever known my dad. It's so, identical. So what was, uh, can you remember one of the projects or one of the things you worked on that you were either happy about oh working God. on with them as a kid or you were really annoyed with them? You will never believe this story, but I could I don't even have to think. My parents bought a home um, on the east side, and we lived in this really nice home with a swimming pool in the backyard, and they bought this home was on the water and we all kind of said, Dad, are you punishing us? Like, why are we moving away and going into this, right? So my dad saw the opportunity of real estate, okay? Bought the home, it was a hole in the wall. But unfortunately, this home had about 12 apple trees lining the driveway. Well, my dad wasn't calling any kind of company. He had seven kids. So whoever was still left in the home, <laughs> we were picking up apples like you could not believe, okay? I can't even start with just the apple picking. But then my father made us mow the lawn and bag it, okay? I won't tell you how big the lawn is. I'm sure you've seen Tom Holzer Field. That's how big the lawn was. Wow. So we had 144 garbage um, lawn bags. Um, Honest to God, we took turns. 
we would take two rows, each kid, and then hand the mower off to the next one and do it. I can remember it like it was yesterday, but it was something our dad had us do that to this day, you know, if he was here, we'd still be laughing. Dad, you made us do that. Yes, I did. Look what I learned from it. So did the apple trees stay? So every... Sadly, the apple trees all stayed, and my mother made um, a lot of apple sauces and apple pies and of course gave them all away because my mom did nothing but volunteer as well so it, it, our story is really unique my mom um actually made more money than my dad did when they got married and then they started a family and dad said you're not working another day my dad worked as an engineer at gm for 30 i think i'm correct 38 and a half years and he was just probably one of the most amazing men you'd ever meet in your life and he just did everything by himself Everything. Wow. So that whole ethos from mom and dad mm -hmm. came into you, passed on to your family. Mm -hmm. And so the, and the, when we talk about east side here in Michigan, we're talking about the east side of Detroit. Uh, Detroit and the metro area is very much an east-west side type of, for whatever reason, thing. And so on the east side, I'm sure many organizations and people benefited from your mom and dad's giving. giving. Uh, on that part of it and what you're creating in your own family now and I'm sure will continue to move on as well it's that beautiful thing about legacy right and uh, you know this is again something that was near and dear to your heart but you know as professional educators we may never fully see the benefit of the work that many of us put in and we have faith though that uh, those kindergartners who we may not see as if we may retire or move on or whatnot or they may never come back to us but go out into this world and do great things it's like planting an acorn yes and an oak tree takes forever to grow right mm -hmm. it's not like a, a tulip tree which grows really quickly and so we have to have that faith that the the work we're doing is meaningful and when you find something that's close to your passion center as you have it's not even work is it it isn't and this is really neat that you just brought this up i walked in to thornton creek this week to um, meet with the principal and some of the educators to of course pick our days out for make a difference this year and karen keogh the secretary says to me Jeannie, she calls me Jeannie, and only one of the very few people <laughs> that it's allowed to call me that says to me we had seniors in here this week or last week she said and they said mrs keyhole we remember planting all of that seniors wow so i always say if i touch just one child. well i think you've done <laughs> much more than that uh in that that also we talked before and it might sound silly to some but um really kids uh there are many youngsters who don't know how to use a shovel and i know people look at it and think no that can't be but miss Gurley, just to make sure uh, that I'm not telling a tall tale. So so what have you seen in that so we can help the people out there understand? Seriously, I just was sharing one of my favorite stories. Literally, these kids, and I kid you not, I'm not talking about a hand shovel you hold in your hand. I'm talking about a shovel that you literally put in the ground to dig a hole. The kids get out, they get so excited, they grab the shovel, and they've got it backwards. And they're <laughs> jumping on it backwards, not thinking anything of it, but they're thinking of it as a pogo stick. Hey, buddy, come here. I'm going to show you something. If we turn it this way and we angle it this way, look what can happen. Wow. Isn't that neat? Just and they'll never forget it. They'll never forget it. Never and, forget it. In that hands-on part, I, I just watched a, a TED Talk from somebody. 
oh gosh, I don't know if she was from Stanford or whatnot. And she, what she said is what your dad had you do, what you're having these kids do is really um, a much better predictor of future success, which is uh, doing things like chores, uh, learning how to start and finish projects early. Um, all of these pieces that, you know, we live in a time where um, the skilled trades and, and so on, we're starting to see a little bit of a resurgence, but when you and I were in high school, I mean, my favorite class was welding. Uh, you're, and my uh, favorite class was dental aids, hence why I'm a dental aid And that's today. why you did it, right? And so what I would hope is that these experiences that you're providing also help inspire others to understand there are other things that they can do if they choose to do them, right? Absolutely. On that part of it. We talked about your parents a bit. We've talked about your kids. Um, is there anyone you'd like to give like a shout out to or a thank you to out there and maybe many or a couple or, or one, uh, please take the time to do so. There are just way too many and, and I'm sorry if, if I forget you, but I mean it, that first of all, like I just said to you walking in, I'm walking up the staircase with Mike Soft and I'm thanking him of course and he's in turn thanking me, but in, and he stated it right, I can't give you a lot, but what I do give you what you give us back in return with the little I give you is a mountain. So the operations department, way back when, when this all started, if I didn't have the support, this couldn't have happened. Like the mulch they provide. We can make things look beautiful because i got plenty of hands that I know I can call upon. I've got plenty of families that I could say, hey, get up here. Could you guys help me? There's that many people in my life. Um, but at each school there were people that we got started with and I wouldn't be anywhere like I said to you without the support of operations Chris and Andy are always there for me from operations in Northville meaning they used to get shovels it just get me what I need to get get that from that from that shed bring it over here yada 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 my girlfriends um, Peggy Nikavich like I said she's my sister from another mother <laughs> um, my girlfriend Amy Karras who killed it at Northville with me like no tomorrow I mean we were at Moraine the fun we had to prepare that school. I have met other people in other schools, and I'm sorry that I don't know them all, um, but take it this way. We took, um, Nicole Wesley took from Thornton Creek when she went to Silver Springs to a Lorax project. We had a father who came, and personally over the weekend, with one wheelbarrow, Vitor, you know who I'm talking about, that's his name, moved 250 rocks from us for us, from the back of the school to the front of the school. Did we ask him to do that? No, he saw our vision, he heard our vision, and he knew what needed to be done. And that's what's cool about the Northville community. It's like what I said to you, they'll see us, how can I help you? I am usually at Thornton Creek probably every Saturday, Sunday, at some point, watering something, moving something, weeding something. Here's my kiddos on their bikes, on their scooters, on their rollerblades. Miss Gurley, what can I do? There's my kiddos on the scooters. Kids, I need all the bird feeders filled. I give them the... They ride their scooter around the back, bring me the empty bird feeder, fill it, and take it back. I mean, this is on their time, their weekend, their fun. What can I do to help Mrs. Gurley? That's what I hear. It's that's, nonstop. It's amazing. It's awesome. I mean, and it sounds like with all the people that you thanked that you also have a small army of people as well. And, you know, just from the energy I'm feeling from you, who wouldn't want to be around you? Who wouldn't want to like, and, I, and also I like your toughness too. I, I know that I... Um, 
if you told me to do something on when I would do it, I wouldn't ask like anything. I'd just go ahead and do it. But I mean, that's another part of really a skill set that our kids need to learn, right? That Correct. when you're on a team like that and you have a person who has the vision, who's the captain, if you will, as you are, that they have to trust that you know what you're doing and how you want to do it. So if you're asking them to do something, all right, I'm yeah. going to do it and I'm going to try my best and maybe I'll learn as we're doing that. If you could have a, a vision for what you would like to see in your next 19 years, what would it be? You don't want me to say that, I'll get in trouble. <laughs> I would like not to be the human sprinkler. I'm the human sprinkler to, to what we do. If the sky doesn't drop the rain, you're looking at her. That's what people call me all the time. I would love a, a so little bit of So maybe start to go towards irrigation. A little or... bit of irrigation in the prettier spots, just in the very front of the mm -hmm. schools, because you said it. When you walk into a pretty school, you feel the good energy. That yeah, hands down. Absolutely. Hands down. I know that I say this always, and Karen, I'm bringing you up again, Karen Keel. She's the secretary that stares out that beautiful window and looks at all that pretty color. The amount of visitors that come through that door and say to her, why does your school have this? And Karen always says, because we have the kids. We That's what we incorporate. So this year, two weeks in May, this will be really cool to share this one with you. My sons were out helping me towards the front of the school of Thornton Creek, and it's the island up there. And we had about two, three classes out there at once. You'll laugh. Here come the police. I'm thinking, oh, Lord, here we go. Why are they coming? What's the problem? You know, we had certain areas um, barricaded off for the kids' safety. Guy gets out of the car. How can I help? Next thing you know, the police officer's filling buckets with the, oh, yeah, we got pictures. Police officer filling buckets with us. Way to give back. What is this? Josh has got him going, my son. I, just what I'm saying to you. Like wow. The police. Well, so that, I mean, that that is really what makes uh, you and the people you've talked about and so many people here and why it's so important for us to do this podcast is I want the world to know uh, all of the acts of kindness, of grace, of hustle, of care that so many different people have put into this community and this community school district. And uh, as I'm thinking about irrigation and I'm thinking about our next moves and so on, I know drip irrigation is something that has gained popularity that takes yeah. less water but continues yeah. to do that. Also, from a STEM standpoint, uh, I know that there are circuit boards our elementary kids could program that we could put soil sensors in certain areas and would actually tell them when they need watering. Mm -hmm. And so that might be something because uh, we definitely need your energy directed towards making everything prettier, not having to irrigate in uh, water. And depending on, like you said, the, the weather patterns, right? Um, you're very much like a farmer. <laughs> like, you, like, were your eyes on the on the next weather system. Yeah, like I said, I was in a, you know, short sleeve shirt weeding over the weekend and 80 degrees and this morning on my way over, it's snowing. And it was like 32 yeah, or something. 32. Yeah, nice for our 32. listeners who aren't in the Midwest, that is a very Midwestern thing to get 87 degrees on Saturday and 32 degrees a day Absolutely. and a half later. But to get outside, that's what this is all about. We have to get our kids outside. Sure. And nature is... I mean, obviously, super important to you, um, but you know how good it is for all of us. It is. Uh, hands in the dirt, uh, being among the trees, even if it's a 15 or a 20 minute walk, um, yes. critically important on that. Well, you made it. You were a little nervous before you came yeah, in. Yeah, not, not a social person. Oh, come on. No, now. I'm not. Oh, come on. So I'm going to ask you a few questions okay. now. And so, um, favorite place to eat here in Northville? If you're gonna go get something to eat, where would you, if you have time to, 
Uh, where, um, where would you go out to if you had the chance? We used to go, and the reason I go, it's not, I'm not saying the food, but the sports den is where the family would, okay, guys, somebody's in here. We'll order a pizza. Come on, eat the pizza. We'll order appetizers, eat this. And the boys will run in in between, you know, doing what they're doing. That's what is important to me. Yeah, it's, so nice central location, easy parking. You can us. jump in there, yep. plan, when kids dream, with me. scheme, yep. all that good mm -hmm. stuff. Yep. Again, I don't know if you have time to, but one of your favorite businesses in North, oh, maybe you actually talked about it already, but one of your favorite businesses in North Hill. I, I love to get ideas out of Garden Views, just to okay. walk through there to get ideas. Anything that has to do with gardening, um, it's got me veering into there. And that's that idea as well, and I want the youth who listen to this uh, podcast to understand, like, stay curious in your life. Uh, even though you know more in your pinky nail about horticulture than I ever will, you tell me and just told everybody, oh, I still go to places to try to get inspiration. Yes. I'm sure you look at magazines or websites yes. and, and think, ooh, how do they do that? That looks really cool. And again, there's the message, like, stay curious. Yes. Always wonder what the next question is rather than the next answer. Absolutely. And generally you're going to be happier and you're going to get big things done, right? Yeah. Uh, if you could visit anywhere in the world or any place you've ever been that you really loved, that's not in the, in here in Northville. I would love to go back to Hawaii, but you mm. can't get me on a plane. Sorry, I'm not a good flyer and Ooh. horrible flyer, but that was our honeymoon. That was beautiful. Uh, it's a, and I think the horticulture there. Oh. I mean, for somebody whose jam is what your jam is, oh, it's so pretty. the smells and the <laughs> sights and everything, I'm sure are waterfalls are all just, just that. Um, I, where is it? I think it's Victoria in British Columbia is known as like a huge garden city and that kind of British type of thing. So you could always take an Amtrak, oh. go all the way out there, be on okay. the ocean, and check that stuff out. Right? I could try it. And I think the last question that actually might help you with Hawaii, but uh, now this question, pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, again, everyone knows that that question is not with judgment. It's just uh, one of curiosity that uh, that I have. And um, so far, is this our first no? No? Okay. All right. We had a couple no's. And then superpower, and this might help you with one of the things we just talked about. Uh, if you could have invisibility, flying, or time travel, what would your superpower be? Fly, because I can't get from one end of the school to the other fast enough. There it is, right? There it is. And, uh, and then you could also get to Hawaii if you wanted yep. to, because you don't have to be on a plane. You just have to spread your arms and go like Superwoman. I love it. Uh, and do all those things. If you had a, um, a vision for you know irrigation, I think is one of those things that is there. Um, Anything else that you would love to see in this community, uh, it, whether it's a legacy of yours? I mean, 19 years of doing this is amazing. I don't think you're slowing down anytime soon from what it looks like. Nope. Uh, so what could what would be an ask for the community or something that, that um, They're that already doing you? it. They're already doing it. They're Aww. respecting all those areas. Um, that's what's special. Um, when there's an area that we have done um, and people appreciate it, which we see so much. I love where we put the new Heidi's Garden. It's right across the bridge. So during the summer when I'm yes. up there watering, everybody walks and does their dogs and their bike rides and their runs. If I had a penny of everybody who has stopped and asked me what this is and why is this and what is this, the fun stories, and then I hear their story back. My child went here, wow, my child had that, and my child had that, and it's the coolest thing ever. So. 
the community just has to be, and everyone knows this about Mrs. Gertley, my two favorite words, respectful and kindness. If the community continues to do those things, including all of our students, they all know it'll make the world a better place. Well, and, and as we're having this conversation, if you see a, a larger thing that you need even more community involvement in, please ask us and we'll amplify that. Uh, when I walk around and see what I see and see now that I know more about the why, I'm very grateful. You know, on behalf of our school system and on behalf of our families and our kids that you've touched, um, I can't thank you enough. Thank uh, you. You're an example of what makes this world a beautiful place. And it's just try, uh, find your jam, get after it as well as you can. And uh, it's amazing. Um, and you don't do this for anything but that satisfaction, I think, of knowing like you're making the world a better place. And uh, since we're finished with the conversation, and I know that you just lost your mom uh, just a few uh, months ago, I believe. Years ago. Years yeah, ago, years. but she yep. was a three-month mm -hmm. quick yes, uh, illness. Yes. And seeing the importance of your mom and dad to you, I'm just going to look at you right now and say they are very proud of you. And they know they raised a young lady who's turned into a woman who is exemplifying everything, that the lessons that you were learning that maybe you didn't know you were learning at the time. And now you're passing those on. I'm sure you're passing them on to your own children. And I'm sure that the kids that you're working with as well are going to take those things forward. So I can't thank you enough. Thank and you. thank you for being a bright light in this world and something that makes the Northville Public Schools and this community very, very special. Thank you. Thank you for having me. What an invitation. Yep. Be well. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mustang Moments. Our school district is amazing simply because of the people that are a part of it. As you listen to this episode, hopefully what you heard was the amazing aspects of what each of our, our folks bring and their unique skill sets and experiences. Um, and without them, really, the Northville community and the Northville Public Schools wouldn't be what they are, which are fantastic places to be, fantastic places to learn, uh, to live. So please stay curious out there and be well.